You are listening to the Alive Youth Podcast. Alive Youth is the youth ministry of the church at Osage Hills in Osage Beach, Missouri. We invite you to connect with us on our website, aliveyouth.church, on Instagram, at HeyAliveYouth, and on Facebook, Alive Youth. In today's podcast, you'll be challenged to grow in your faith, and we hope you're encouraged too. Now let's hear from our youth pastor, Jeron Humiston. Let's recap. Here's what you missed. You are valuable because God made you and filled you. Valuable things deserve to be protected. Life has a way of trying to convince you that you aren't valuable. We are shaped by the relationships we have. Those relationships can be toxic, stagnant, or beneficial to our vision, mission, and purpose. You're all caught up. Today's bottom line, your life vision should dictate your decisions, but the loudest voices will influence your choices. Part four, friendships. Cultivate your inner circle because you become like the people you spend the most time with. Close your eyes. No, really, go on, close your eyes. Picture your closest friends. When did you meet? What do you love about them? Picture the last photo you took with them or or the last time you hung out. Why are they your closest friends? Now keep your eyes closed. Go back in time a little bit. When you were maybe, God forbid I say, less mature. Picture that one group of friends you had that always seemed to have issues. You started out as best friends, but ridiculous things pulled you apart. Drama, pressure, chaos, you know the ones. Perhaps the friendship went something like this. Today in the kitchen, we are making a friendship drama Sunday. Step one, start with two scoops of ice cream to represent two best friends, together forever. Two scoops of BFF. Step two, let's heat things up and pour on the hot fudge. Crank up the heat as high as you can because this hot, hot fudge will test this friendship real good. Burn, baby, burn. Step three, as the fudge cools, gossip about the Sunday. Write mean things about your Sunday in a note and pass it to someone other than the Sunday. Make sure the Sunday sees you giggling and passing the note. Step four. Host a birthday party and do not invite your Sunday. Pour salt into the wound by laughing about it and pouring salt onto your Sunday. Step five. Since more people have been added to this drama, add more scoops. As the drama spins out of control, so should the amount of scoops in your dish. Your friendship was based on ice cream, but by this point you can add any and all scoops. Don't discount your canned meats. Step six, top your friendship with fake apologies. Sorry. The idea is to make your friendship someday look pretty, but taste pretty awful. Use inedible things like glitter, thumbtacks, or glue. Step seven, ask your Sunday, are we still friends? Are we still friends? If the answer is no, complete with cherry. If the answer is yes, find an item the Sunday values most. Break it in front of the Sunday. Insist it was an accident when it clearly wasn't. Then, 
complete with cherry. Build your friendship sundae with this kind of drama and it will quickly melt into bitterness soup. You think we eventually grow out of friendship drama, and yet... Pastor Craig says it this way. One thought and one scripture. Let's keep it really, really simple. The key thought is this, if we can bring it up. It is impossible to live the right life when you have the wrong friends. One verse of scripture, Proverbs 12, 26 says this. The righteous, what do they do? Let's say it aloud. The righteous choose their friendships carefully. What do they do one more time? The righteous choose their friendships carefully. It's not an accident, it's intentional. We are to not be unequally yoked with non-believers. In other words, if you're a Jesus follower, you don't go date somebody who's not a Christian. Yet, even though we're not supposed to be unequally yoked, we're also to be the light of the world. We have to be incredibly wise in choosing who we surround ourselves with and what types of friends we let into our inner circle. This would represent the inner circle of our friends. If you are a follower of Jesus, and I hope that you are, we're going to choose carefully who we put into this circle. We're gonna love everybody out here. We're gonna reach out to everybody here, but this group is gonna be very intentional of who we give direct access into our lives. What I just wanna say is there are some of you, if you look at it honestly right now, that the people who are in that inner circle, if they're not the right people to help you faithfully serve God, then it's time to lovingly make some changes, to redefine the relationships, to bring the right people into the inner circle because we are to choose our friends carefully to strengthen us. Why? So that we can go into all the world, so that we can be a light in this world, so that we can be a friend to sinners just like Jesus was, but lift them up rather than have them draw us down. So, here are a few questions for you. What's one way you've matured in your relationship with your friends? Are your friendships places that enhance your mission and vision or cloud your decisions? How do you keep the drama out of your friendships?
Part 5. Toxic versus life-giving romantic relationships. Let's talk about love. The world doesn't have good language for romantic relationships. Crush. Sick. Falling. Struck. Obsessed. I can't live without you. I need you. Crazy. Out of control. Raging with passion. And what's the deal with the bases? Have you ever been in any of these situations? Actually, close your eyes. Yes, again, close your eyes. Picture one of those relationships. You know, on and off, built on superficial fluff and infatuation. One could say it's kind of like making a burrito. Can you relate? Today in the kitchen, we are learning how to make the perfect relationship drama burrito. Step one, inspect the tortilla for flaws. This will be the outside of your burrito and must look attractive to everyone. If it is less than perfect, throw it out and start again. Once you've found the right tortilla, cover it in body spray. Step two, spill all the beans. Tell your crush you've been crushing on them for a while now. Step three, get cheesy. The cheesier your drama burrito, the better. Add extra cheese by giving your burrito a pet name like honey or babe. Step four, follow tastemakers and look at their relationship burritos. Wrap your burrito in a similar pattern. For maximum drama, Wrap it loose enough so that the slightest bump will cause it to fall apart. Step five, call your relationship burrito and talk for hours on end about nothing. Refuse to hang up until the burrito hangs up. Spend so much time with your burrito that you forget to spend time with anything else. Step six, break up with your burrito. Then get back together. Pour soup on burrito. Then break up again. Then get back together. Repeat process until burrito is sufficiently watered down and soggy. Step seven, lose interest in your burrito. Start talking to the hot slice of pizza that sits across the lunchroom. Enjoy your overstuffed drama burrito and enjoy your stomach cramps. No one pictures their relationship actually going that way, getting more and more toxic until it ends in unnecessary heartbreak and disappointment. And what about situations that happen in real life? We get so blinded by love, we lose sight of our vision and mission. We let outside voices dictate our choices instead of letting our life's mission dictate our decisions. That is why you have to define what you will and will not accept. You have to define your boundaries.
and not just define them, but stick to them. I just feel so good, good, good. Oh, 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 I just feel so good. situation. This could be the moment we've been waiting for it. Or this situation. Want to write this down? Everybody say a better way. No, say it like you mean it. Say a better way. And everybody, let me tell you what the better way is. It's God's way. And I know culture will never tell you this because it won't come on TMZ, it won't come on E, it won't come on your newsfeed. But God's way is the better way to handle relationships and sex. Sex was God's idea. Now I'm going to take it one step further and I'm going to push you and this is going to feel weird, but I want everybody to say that. Say sex. You couldn't even say it. Look at you. You're like, oh my God, S-E-X. Sex, everybody say sex, was God's idea. That is the first thing you need to plant in your heart because when it is God's timing and when it's right, it is the most pleasurable, amazing thing that produces so much life because anything God makes, he makes it to be enjoyable and to be a blessing. Go to Mark chapter 10, verse six, and it says, but God made them male and female. He said he made them from the beginning of creation. This explains why a man leaves his father and mother and they are married and is joined. Everybody say join. It's a threefold word. Joined means you're joined physically through the act of sex, joined um, emotionally in, in intimacy, and then joined um, in covenant spiritually. All I'm here to tell you tonight is that there is a process that God wants this whole idea of sex to be in that will produce life for you, not rob you.
Listen, friends, we're almost out of time. And there's so much we could continue to cover, but quite frankly, I'm just a British guy reading a script. You're the one who actually has to figure this out. So let's go from here. We've talked about a lot of things. The fact that you are valuable and valuable things deserve to be protected. That the relationships we have shape us. That in life, God created us with purpose and set us on a mission. And so we should be intentional about the people we let into our lives. Are they beneficial? Standing still and not growing or just pure toxic? Because remember, our mission should dictate our decisions. But that the closest and loudest voices will influence our choices. So, here are some final thoughts for you to consider. What are some boundaries that you do have? What areas of your life need boundaries? Whose voices are you allowing to influence your choices? Are you growing and living up to all that God designed you to be? And remember, you are valuable, precious.
Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Alive Youth Podcast. Be sure to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. If there's someone in your life who needs today's message, be sure to share it with them. If you're in 6th through 12th grade and you live in or around Osage Beach, Missouri, we invite you to join us Wednesday nights, 6 to 8 p.m. at the church at Osage Hills. Don't forget to connect with us on our website, aliveyouth.church, on Instagram at HeyAliveYouth, and on Facebook, Alive Youth.